Black African Power family. It's good. Hey, Mika. <laughs> Said I'm blocking of account. What's good? What hell? You got you in there? You in the building? Man, I ain't figured out how to unblock that. I did it one time and I forgot how to do it. Hmm. Glad to have you here, though, Mika. You know we peeps so all day. What it do? Got 19,000 people in here, man. We ain't been on for a minute. Just wanted to come through, just share a little bit of. You know how we get on around here, man. We're getting ready for next week. Um, well, they say it's a debate, but y'all know what it is, man. We don't debate people that aren't equal. We just teach them. It's going to be a teaching, le a teaching lesson, man. Omar Reed, what's up with you, brother? What it do, man? Yeah. I see you, Rob Rich Senior. What's up? Destroy 0869, hey Mika. West African, well your name too long, but I'm just go with the West African. Fat with the tax. <laughs> What's up? Shaz, pure black, Elder P. Yeah, man, let a couple more people come up in here, man. We're gonna go ahead and start rocking out, man. Do this thing like we're gonna do it. Give me a couple more seconds. Uh-huh. All right. Let me get this party started right, man. Get it started right. Get up in this groove, man. Get to hitting it. So yeah, man, we're gonna start off with, uh, first of all, man, Black African Power. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized life defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know this, man. It's God killer in the house. We come to do, we got to do. We're gonna do, we got to do. We standing tall, we standing strong. Hey, man, pseudo killers on deck. What's up, family, man? Good to see everybody in the Brazilian, man. We didn't miss a couple. We wanted on last week, taking a little break. You know what I'm saying? Letting the pseudos kill themselves, man. Y'all go check out that show we did on uh, Chill Talk, man. Shout out to Chill Talk, man. All right? Shout out to Sean Moss Clan Warriors, man. Shout out to the Posse, my side. I mean, my fault, the Posse. The Kofi Pasai research team, man. 
Get that hot book, man. Spears of the Massey, man. Y'all know what it is. Let a couple more people come in the building, man. We're going to go right to the Journal of Science, man. All right. So, you know, there's always some good information on the vaccines. And I tell everybody, man, do not listen to your president. You know what I'm saying? Do not listen to the news. You know what I mean? Man, y'all go to them journals, man. I think I put them all. Um, I think I put them all in a presentation one time. I thought I showed them to y'all, man. Let me see if I can see if I can find that, man, real quick. Because I think that's important. Let me see. Yeah, man, I want everybody to just to want everybody just to really uh at least be able to, you know, uh, fortify yourself with the proper information, man. Um, um, and if you wasn't scientifically literate, you was done when the pandemic set in. I felt like uh, we was ahead of the game and what we was teaching. And all y'all that's been following me over the last years, man, um, I think y'all was prepared for this. You just had to been able to ready to, to abandon your worldview that you had, that you was raised up on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if you could abandon your worldview, then you was good. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's, it's just times where you just have to change, man. Change from where you was at and, the, and your perspective and be able to change that. So if, if you couldn't do that, you were stuck. <laughs> and so, you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, Unc, you changed. You damn right I changed. And what I supposed to stay stuck? You know, the, 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 message, the message has to stay fluent, uh, has to be organic. And what I mean is that you, you, if, you, if you've been following a person for, 10 years and they haven't added something to their game or haven't refined what they was doing, then, you know what I'm saying? And, and their message hasn't changed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? When I say the message, I mean, the, the core base of what we do around here is always learning. So that foundation will never turn. A research methodology, that don't know scientific literacy, that right there never changed. But I had to grow to that. And a lot of people kind of thought I was on my mind, which was funny to me. So, I mean, I find it to be real interesting, but you know, it's it's all good. So, um, you know, I just want to say I appreciate the people that's been following me for years, and uh, I think you know, that's important. You know what I'm saying? You know, just to have a few people, and I just teach you what I teach my family, the conversations I have with my children. You know, that's what I've been giving y'all years. And so I think it's very important. What's going on, Ken? You on mute, bro. Yeah, you hear me? I can hear you now a little bit. Hold on a minute, man. I can't hear you. Hey, what's happening with your mouth? Your name up. Oh, you, oh, you ain't showing your screen. Just go on that route. Yeah, I got down. Uh... 
had to try to eat this joint real quick. <laughs> I just got an hour, man. Okay. All right, man. Pseudo kill on deck. Claude Kent. Man, I'm with you. What's up with you, man? You know what it is, bro. Hey. So, so yeah, let me dig into this article. All right. COVID-19. Okay. <laughs> so you got this white lady on here. All right. The first thing she's doing is she holding up a damn sign, man. Hope y'all can see it. She talking about no mandatory vaccinations, no microchips, <laughs> no tourney, no fear. It says even before the COVID, even before a coronavirus vaccine became available, some activists are ready to attack it. This woman attended the reopen Virginia protests in Richmond in April. Misinformation campaign, and I've been fighting this man since back in December, December 16th, when I was in Harlem, right? And, you know, once again, uh, I was ahead of, the, ahead of the curve. You know, we've been promoting vaccines for the last year. And valuable information, um, valuable information. So right here it says, um, this is the title of officials grind for a war on vaccine information. Fears of a rushed COVID-19 vaccine and rise of social media demand new message messaging strategy. Damn, man, I'm glad science decided to join us, man. So we've been slaying these pseudos for a while, man. We've been on that hunt. You know, normally science doesn't like to get involved. Like they too busy in the lab doing what they doing. Right. So they can't even, you know, like that ain't even on a radar like that. And, you know, science will tell you that, hey, when you step out and debate these people, you actually give them a platform. Mm -hmm. I kind of agree with it, some aspects of it, but then I got to think about my damn people, right? And I feel like every time you see me beat the brakes off of somebody, that's a win. You know what I'm saying? As long as I don't get out of control like I can. <laughs> when I get out of the tank, that's when I lose, Ken. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it get overwhelming sometimes, man. Like, I see why they don't debate, because it's like, it's way more pseudos than it is people that actually study the subject. So, you know what I mean? I see why they wouldn't, like, they, they would spend their time doing more research and, and politicking amongst the ones that know what time it is, you know? It's hard, hard to go back and, and gather people up. Yeah, it's hard to go back and gather people up. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, CK in the building. CK the poet was good, pseudo killer on deck. Peace, peace. What's up, what's yeah. up, CK? Yeah, we, we live and fluid. We live and fluid. 
y'all got going on tonight? Better late than never. I put everything in the chat. Better late than never. How is it late? I'm here 10 minutes after you went live. But I was live at 9.30 on the dot. Talk. <laughs> That's a lie. What you talk about? Live on the chat. According to the YouTube lovely title, it says that you started streaming 10 minutes ago, sir. Well, you know the you European... Know, popping it up in the Zoom back chat for 30 minutes, but I knew no such uh, event that took place. Uh, you know the Europeans make that up. That time ain't back <laughs> Okay, they do that to try to throw us back. <laughs> try to pit us against each other, CK, and you just fell for it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> they playing with the time now. That's what they playing play. with the time, yo, and y'all know <laughs> that, man. Why can't y'all get that? You got to always know they play with the time on the YouTube channel to throw everybody. We're in the time zone. Come on now. <laughs> you know, hey, the pseudo can just say anything just like that. So let me read the article. Right? So today's subject we're dealing with misinformation. Right? Misinformation. Why are we so susceptible to misinformation? You know, why is our community so susceptible, susceptible to misinformation? Why is all communities susceptible to misinformation? And y'all know that our community, you know, like just is just more people. The numbers are higher in our community based off of social economic status. You know what I'm saying? Based off of uh, 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 not having as many college degrees. Well, even a person in college is susceptible to misinformation, man. We all are. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth, right? Us on this panel, we susceptible to it. But we have tools to wiggle our way out of it. If you don't got no tools, you're in trouble. You ain't going to get out of it with religion. That's for damn sure. So this is by Warren uh, Cornwall. Cornwall. Okay. Within days of the first confirmed novel coronavirus case in the United States on 20th of January, anti-vaccine activists were already hinting on Twitter that the virus was a scam. Part of a plot to profit from an eventual vaccines. And all of us to study know that it's some money to be made vaccines, but not like they saying. It's more money to be made in the supplement industry. It's not, heavy, it's not heavily regulated. The vaccines, you know what I'm saying, it ain't no, even if you see they making five billion or whatever it is, man, it, they make more money off of the other pharmaceutical products. Hands down. Nearly half a year later, scientists around the world, right, are rushing to create a COVID-19 vaccine. An approved product is still months if not years away, and public health agencies have not yet mounted campaigns to promote it. But health communication experts say they need to start to lay the groundwork for acceptance now because the flood of misinformation from anti-vaccine activists has surged, and we already know it. We shook the tree in our community, and we realized, you know what I'm saying, in a quote-unquote conscious community, 
know what I'm saying? 99.99% of everybody was against vaccines because they thought they had educated themselves past that. But they did like we always say they do. They're following their European counterparts, right? They're claiming to fight against European colonialism and European racism, white supremacy, and European science and European information, but go right to the quacks right. for the information. Just let me finish. Recent polls have found as few as 50% of people in the United States are committed to receiving, wait, 50% of people in the United States are committed to receiving a vaccine with another quarter wavering. Some of the communities most at risk, watch this, from the virus are also the most uh, leery amongst black people who account for nearly one quarter of US COVID-19 deaths, 40% said they won't get the vaccine. In a mid-May poll by the Associated Press and the University of Chicago. See graphic graph below. It say in France, 26 said they won't get the coronavirus vaccine. Let me let me let, let me read read this again. This in it. This is the Journal of Science, man. Okay, and y'all tell me if this makes some sense or not. Recent polls have found as few as 50 percent of people in the United States are committed to receiving a vaccine with another quarter wavering. Some of the communities most at risk from the virus are also most leery among black people who account for nearly one quarter of US COVID-19 deaths, 40% said they won't get the vaccine in a mid-May poll by the Associated Press and the University of Chicago in France, 26% said they won't get the coronavirus vaccine. The Center for Disease Control right, and Prevention, CDC, is now working on a plan to boost vaccine confidence as part of the federal effort to develop a vaccine. Director Robert Renford told the Senate committee this week, advocates urge campaigns that include personal message, messaging messages and storytelling. We better use every minute we have between now and then, between now and when that vaccine or vaccines are ready because it's a real fragile ground right now, says uh, Hennett Larson, an anthropologist and head of the Vaccine Confidence Project in London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. Okay. Okay. So let me get this straight. A little bit closer to y'all. Let, let me get this straight. We're more predisposed to COVID-19. And 40% of us are already talking about we're not even getting the vaccine. Hmm. We need it the most but we not getting it. Fear, miseducation, 
transcontinental slave trade. It has exposed us. Let me put it that way. It, it, for the group of people that swear they got the most bang in this culture, for the group of people that swear we are the most resilient, we walk around our church, we can go through anything. We the most resilient. You know, we can, we, we, we used to it. We used to grind it out. We got that grind culture. We bounce back. We don't die, we just multiply. Mm -hmm. That culture, that culture right there got exposed when that virus came out, y'all. I don't know if I'm smart enough or what the hell it was, but I felt like all that was pseudo-isms anyway. Because just saying you're the most resilient don't mean a hill of beans. It's about what can you do right now? It was a lot of talk about who we was. We run fat. We do all of that. The greatest history. Yeah, we did all of that. And when our, and when our first real test, <laughs> this was a real test. <laughs> See, this wasn't like uh, when Martin Luther King and him was banging it out. You know what I'm saying? Because you could just sit on the sidelines and reap the benefits. It's when the melanin was supposed to go ham. Yeah. This is when who you said you was was supposed to rise to the top. Okay? That didn't happen. We fell flat on our face, right? And we got individuals in our community promoting that polite. It's an anti-vaxxer. Sarnetta promotes anti-vaccine material on this channel. Dr. Feelgood Valentine, Dr. Sabi, Red Pill, Blue Pill, Green Pill, Gray Pill, Ali Baba Muhammad, Minister Stinky Inky, they all promote anti-vaccine European jargon. The leadership promotes anti-vaccines. No support. You got a few elders to stand up. We fell straight on our face, right? We're not who we thought we was. Misinformation has decimated the conscious community. Where the hell y'all think the rappers and stuff get the information from, y'all? Thanks. They get it from the conscious community. You got Umar Fake Johnson, he on the Breakfast Club, Politinum on the Breakfast Club, uh, uh, Tariq Nasheed with the misinformation, hitting colors, he on the Breakfast Club. How the hell you think they got? The conscious community heads the way. Pharaoh, Sadie, all anti-vaxxers, y'all. Y'all want to add something to that, man, because I'm getting hot up in here now. Because it's just, it's just deplorable, if I said that right. I, I mean, you, you got a point with, uh, with the rappers and, and, you know, mainstream urban media, you know what I'm saying? putting those guys on a bigger platform, you know what I mean? Being that we suffer the most from it, it kind of make you wonder like, you know, if they, you know, who's letting it happen and like that. 
or who's letting it happen like that. If it was a conspiracy, then shoot, they really ain't got to do nothing but let it continue to let let the people continue to say the stuff they're saying. As far as being anti-vax and all that, if you want to take out, if you want to take black people out, convince them that vaccines don't work and that this virus ain't as, as bad as it is, and, and put them out there and let them just catch it and die. I mean, if, that, if it was a conspiracy, it, that's how I would, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, if you think about it, though, and I mean, we as Black people, we got a pretty good reason to be skeptical. You know, you got people, you know, supposed to be providing you with medical care, and then they don't do it, or they, you know, conduct an experiments on you to see how things work, or see if this will work on you, or how much pain you could tolerate, you know, that would make anybody um, skeptical of um, <clears throat> of any type of vaccines or just any type of medical procedures for that matter. But, you know, I mean, that's why we as Black people, we started, you know, going into these various universities and becoming doctors and nurses and scientists so right. we could be that one to, you know, come up with that next discovery, you know, figure out that next vaccine you know, we're the ones giving that care to our people, you know, so I feel like that, that, like, if, if, if Black people are going to continue to, to hold that, um, that stance that, hey, you know, we can't trust the white man science, we can't trust white people or whatever, you know, well, then bump it in, let's all go to school for those of us that are smart enough to do it, mm-hmm. get them degrees, get them, get that money secured or whatever, have our own hospitals have our own laboratories but we can't be making up information either we can't be making stuff up i don't see that's what i'm concerned about like i don't want us to get you know our own and then because we want to you know change the narrative and do basically the same thing that white people was doing trying to paint the whole world you know white you know or trying to misconstrue information you know for political reasons or for you know, agenda reason or superiority reason, you want to make it seem like your race is superior. I don't want us to get trapped in that either. Mm-hmm. You know, but yikes. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like it's gotten to this point like this really because of the education, like the educational system in our country is pretty shitty. And then when you're surrounded by nothing but negative, um, I guess you could say images or media Mm-hmm. You got the music that's pointing negativity your way. You got the movies pointing negativity your way. Everybody's distracted by sports and everything else. And then you got all this misinformation being jammed down your throat. And shoot, with the internet blowing up within the last 20 or so years, you know, it just makes it easier for people to get that misinformation. But it's, it's- Photoshop and video editing you can make anything look real nowadays it's weird that the the scientists became the bad guys and the the guys talking the different stuff you know what i mean like the, the misinformation are like where people flock you know what i'm saying like you, think you would about it. think it's cool it's cool but but they still talking they still talking like they talk science though you know think about it though kent what is the most popular genre of media like if you go to see a movie or you watch a TV show, what is the most popular? 
But like science sci-fi? fiction. Yeah, yeah, science fiction. Remember, even back in the day, like before, you know, we even had CG like that. Even when our parents were growing up, you know, what I mean, the Twilight Zone was extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, that World War, I forget what was it called, the World of the Worlds. Yeah, uh, man, people thought that shit was real. They thought <laughs> aliens was really attacking the darn planet, son. But that sci-fi stuff is just cool. Right, right. Like you want it to be real. Like who don't want to be Wolverine running around body and mother flowers and you know what I mean healing right after. Right, right. You know, who wouldn't want to fly like Superman? Uh, you know what I mean? It's cool, but let me say this real fast. Yikes. That's I one thing we thought that shit was cool as a kid, but once you get to an adult, you gotta like come back to reality. I disagree with you, TK, hundred percent. So why you say that? Uh, well, you said a lot. Let me, let me let me rewind a little bit. So you went back to the point where you said that we don't trust them because of things. Am I correct? No, I didn't. I'm saying that I can see why some don't, or right. some would say that they don't. Rather. Right. I'm just saying that I'm not saying that that's really accurate because if we oh. didn't trust them, we wouldn't be trusting them with every damn thing else. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> misinformation feeds into misinformation. So you would have to read something to even know that. And, and you know, we listened to that video, Kent, and mm-hmm. the thing that's the oldest on the planet is what, yo? You said what's the oldest on the planet? Word of mouth, how information travels. Okay, gotcha. Word of mouth, talking about people is way older than newspapers. Newspapers are new, internet is new, science is new. But for 300,000 years, word of mouth ruled the day. Right. I'm telling you, you told me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, talking back and forth, spreading rumors. These things been around forever. And so give me a recent event over the last 20 years where something dramatic has happened, like in, in, in the medical industry to black people specifically. Matter of fact, since the, since the history of this country, everybody has ran across that. Mm-hmm. MK Ultra, that was the hippies, black people, whoever. They, they even did it to the people that belonged to the, uh, to the FBI. They was, you know, giving them LSD. Right, so so if so, the truth is, then nobody should trust them. Then, right? So black people ain't reading enough information, the right information. If you read the right information, then you have checks and balances. So I, I, we can't use that as an excuse. When you have been marginalized, when you have been through slavery, when you've been through all these things, right? You have to educate yourself. All that go get some black people. We, we have black scientists. Just because we have a black scientist don't mean that the information is going to be right. That does not guarantee rightness in science. The color of your skin does not mean you're going to be right or do it right. Let's get that established. We just need good science. So we can't play one side of the fence where we need our own scientists. The pseudo says that. We just need to understand science. It's what we need to do. Right, we 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 need we do need to make a concerted effort to get more of our children in, in into science and scientific literacy. We do need that, right? Information because we're in the information age, we're in the space age, and science rules the day. 
So for that alone, so they can take care of themselves and raise the community, we do need that. But just because you got more black people in science don't mean the vaccine's gonna be safe. It don't mean that. Because you can get black people to do bad science. You can get bad Chinese to do bad science. You can get Europeans to do bad science. So so we can't we 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 can't throw that pass out there because that's what the that's the pseudo card. That's the pseudo playbook. We need more people like no we so we need ink in them doing it. I think really? you might have misunderstood me, sir. <laughs> 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 you might have misunderstood my point, though. And I, I'll take responsibility for that because I don't think I was being clear. Yeah, I'm saying, well, I mean, that's your opinion on it, but I, I'm not, I'm not, what I'm saying is we all have a right, you know what I'm saying, to feel the way we feel, but I, uh, let me just speak for myself. Like, I don't yeah, care. What color the doctor is, as long as he get the shit right. Having a black doctor does not mean the shit gonna get right. If it, if it do, let me know in the chat room, or y'all let me know. If, if being so black guarantees no, shit. So, ba so basically, you, huh? so basically, proper methodology just just needs to be widespread. I think more more people that have you know that know the scientific method know how we figure things out and can figure things out, like use those tools to figure things out for themselves. I think like it wouldn't matter what color they are for real because we'd already just have the tools to know what's what or how to research it and all that. You know what I'm saying? But some of the let stuff we hear, some of the stuff. Oh, go ahead, my bad, CK. No, I was gonna say let me clarify. Like I, I didn't, I didn't make that statement on because I was trying to imply that because black people are scientists or black people are those doctors that they're all of a sudden going to be more trustworthy you know that's why i made the statement right after that that hey you know i don't want them to be doing the pseudoscience or trying to <laughs> have a political agenda behind them you know getting into those type of positions the reason why i made that statement about us having more black people in those fields is because our people will feel more comfortable you got to realize that you know the a decent amount of our population them getting over that bias that they have towards white people or trusting, you know, a white person, you know, that's a doctor or whatever, or a scientist or whatever, it's gonna be hard to remove that that type of um thinking from the community. So at least, you know, until we can work on that as a people, in the meantime, we could be getting our own people more of our own people into those fields, because we already got people in those fields. But why not get more of them into those fields, you know? So we can get busy. But I do agree with you though. They need to be on point. They can't just be making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The melanin water will save you. Man, they got the gold water now. They even saying something about they had gold water now. Gold water? What the hell are they gonna do with that? <laughs> I don't know. I ain't heard about it. I ain't went and look look uh who whoever was pushing that thing were uh, one of the pill brothers. But uh see that's what I need to work on, Ken. Because <laughs> like yo, when I left the NOI as a kid, like I completely removed myself from pseudo ideology. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, me, so, yeah, me too. Man, 90% of this stuff, I don't be knowing what we be talking about. Y'all be talking about this pill and this person and this particular pseudo ideology or pseudoscience. And I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. I ain't never heard of this in my life. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I ain't never get trapped into a few conspiracy theories back in the day. Yeah. But I never dove deep 
into like the Hebrew Israelites or the whole Egyptomania craziness. I never got into none of that. And they had me running in circles back in the day. I was trying to find out everything just to wind up back in the same place. <laughs> Turning in circles, trying to figure out who there, who was in control. Mm. Illuminati and all that, all that craziness. But yeah. Yeah. But I think that the angle that he's been trying to go at for the past few some odd years, I think that's important. Like you got to show people that, yo, like this uh, particular pseudo ideology that you pushing, you think is from black people, but it's not just because Phil Valentine said it or Ivan Van Sertima said it or whatever you think that it was us that came up with it. You got to show mm -hmm. the original source. Hey, no, right. this came from a white person. And it's not that right. it came from a white person that that's the problem. The problem is, is that this person was discredited. The Fact. information that they put out back then, that joint got debunked like well before any of us was born. And you got mm -hmm. other black people snatching it up and repurposing it and then feeding it to you like it's facts. Right. And you like know you what? Said, when our parents was, what you say? No, I was, I was just going to add on to that. Like you said, if we going to, you know, if we going to follow the white people information, at least follow the right white people shit. Like we don't, we don't want to go with the pseudos, the the quacks and stuff, and then, you know, we we have what we have now. Yeah. But go ahead, what you was, uh, I feel like they always they, they always be wanting to call like somebody. Oh, you an agent or whatever. But I'm like, how are you not the fucking agent? Like you intentionally giving hey, the wrong information custom, to your people. Oh my bad. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I think I slipped on it a few times. Flipping. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to cut that one out. Like they like they beeping out stuff now. Oh wow. Yeah, you uh, yeah, it's a whole And people be cussing up a storm on the on their YouTube videos and they don't do nothing to them. All right, well, I'm trying to do something better. That's what we need to do. And yeah, I'm the yeah. cussing, I'm the sailor around here. I'm a sailor. I will try to do better. Yeah, you ain't you ain't you ain't you, ain't, you, ain't, you know, shoot. We got two in the um joint. Let's see what we got in the chat. I see Dr. Yaya was good. What else we got in there? What, what you were saying there? We got what? Corey and uh, Kofi in the attendees section. Brother Kofi. Yeah, All right. I see you, Concrete Corey. What's good, Concrete Corey? So you kill on deck. Man, peace to the panel, man. Peace to everybody out there listening. Please, you know, just coming in to see what I can add to the discussion, you know. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Sean P. Oh, that's What's Sean. up, CK? How you doing, sis? Yeah, doing all right. I see you be hiding. Man, I've been busy lately. Been busy. On that concrete, yo. We out there cooking. <laughs> cooking in that sun. <laughs> man. <laughs> I got about three shades blacker. I don't even know. I, I don't know how much dog I can get, man. It's, it's hot. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's facts right there. So, okay, so we we got a double stack. What's good, Sean? How you doing, man? Peace to the panel. Peace to everybody in the chat. Yo, Unc, you you were, you was touching on the money earlier, man. Real quick, I didn't want you to get off that point. I wanna I wanna show you something real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then I'll CK, I'll give you this in in a second. Um, y'all can see my screen, right? Yep, gotcha. All right, so I'm gonna go directly to my point. 
right here, what we need to talk about. I want you to listen. I want you to listen to this. Uh, conspiracy theory proponents often suggest that one should follow the money in order to reveal the hidden uh, machinists, machinists or the conspiracy forces that are pulling the strings of the world. So indeed, last year research determined that most of the anti-vaccine uh, vaccination ads on Facebook, anti-vaccination ads on Facebook were funded by just two organizations, the World Mercury Project run by Robert Kennedy Jr. and the Stop Mandatory Vaccinations campaign run by Larry Cook. Meanwhile, a Washington Post article reported that the Sales Foundation was a major funder of the Informed Consent Action Network that in turn sponsored anti-vaccination campaigns and demonstrations amidst the U.S. measles outbreak of 2019. Peep game. Robert Kennedy Jr., Larry Cook, Bernard and Lisa Sales, and Andrew Wakefield are heralded icons of the anti-vaccination movement. It's curious to see how heroes and villains are viable crowned and demonized within the vaccination information wars. For those drawn to conspiracy theories, that is, that, may, uh, that makes Bill Gates and Dr. Anthony Fucci chosen villains. But a multi-million dollar, a, a multi-millionaire Kennedy hire a hedge fund manager, a self-proclaimed natural living advocate who profits from anti-vaccination messaging and defrock physician who fabricated data in order to profit from the development of his own vaccine, the messiahs of the anti-vaccine movement. So, you know, you know, they say your boy uh, Wakefield doctored up some information in, doc in indoctrinations and that's what he on trial for basically. So mm. psychology tells us that one answer and perhaps the best answer is motivated reasoning. We selected our preferred political champion based on perception, whether accurate or not or shared ideology and identity, routinely turning a blind eye to the blemishes, blights, and conflicts of interest in a way that our political opposite can't fathom and find infuriating. Now, I'm gonna stop right there because I don't wanna bore nobody with this particular article, but I, I start uh, doing some, some research uh, on the mind. I, I'm trying to get into the mindset of what an anti-vaxxer was thinking. And I came across this in psychology today. And I was reading this and I found this very interesting that yet, this is the second time I done did this. The first time I did it on uh, uh, Kevin Chill Hurt's uh, page where he put, out, uh, he put the image up advertising us coming on yesterday. And then in the comment section, I was talking to uh, Stereo. So I found that one of the guys that was mentioned in this particular article, um, in a Washington Post article, he was funding the anti-vax movement, but he was an herbalist making millions of dollars off of selling herbs. So there's a conflict of interest there. Then I turn around and I see, you know, it brighten up a little bit more based on the, the misinformation that's running rampant on Facebook that the Kennedys or Robert Kennedy Jr. and the sales was front running the ads and they making millions of dollars doing this. But nobody is saying anything about the amount of money the anti-vax movement is making, the profiteers are making off of this case. Mm. I find that even more interesting. So when you brought up the money, talking about not much money in vaccinations and so on and so forth, we really never just really attack the money that's being made on the other side of the aisle. Because there's millions of dollars being profited right now. 
off those organizations. So when you brought that money up, I was like, nah, we we looking at the money the wrong way. We letting them tell us we we letting them lead us to defending uh vaccines when we know really it ain't no real money being made in it. Hey, another thing, Sean, you can even look at uh like 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 us, like you know, we we preach a lot of you know science methodology and all that. Shit, the, the guys on the other side of the aisle, the pseudos, they making way more money than what we making. <laughs> like, we, we ain't even making, you know what I'm saying? I ain't making no money off this joint. So, right. same thing. We have real jobs. <laughs> exactly. Right. Them cats making a living off of misinformation, bro. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, y'all see the screen, right? Yep. Okay, so right here. Okay, this is the children, uh, parents guide to children vaccines. So here you go right here, you got, uh, quote unquote, the worldwide pharmaceutical industry. See that? It's the whole industry right there. Now watch this. This is what the vaccines make up. See that little slot right there? The globe, it says the global uh, total of all, of all vaccines for adults and children by all, by all pharmaceutical companies that produce vaccines represent only two to three of a trillion dollar worldwide pharmaceutical industry. Y'all say, well, that's a lot, two to three percent of a trade out. Man, that has nothing to do with it. The whole industry, trillion dollar industry, only two to three percent of it. Okay, simple as that. So, you know, y'all put your studies together, man. Put your studies together. As a matter of fact, the vaccine companies had stopped making it into, I think it was Ronald Reagan and putting that, you know, it put the uh, the VARs together. Am I saying the right? The VARs put together the vaccine court thing, right? And so the anti-vaxxers are trying to twist that. They twist that up on you, okay? Fake you out. But the vaccine court was because everybody was trying to sue the vaccine company because it was easy money. You just make something up. So they put the vaccine court in, right? Because the vaccine makers say, well, we don't need to make them then, y'all make them. We ain't gonna lose our money, right? Getting sued every day, that's crazy for stuff we're not even responsible for. So they put the money aside to have the vaccine court where, you know what I'm saying, you have a chance of getting some money for it. It wasn't that because they knew the vaccines was bad. It was because the vaccine company just wasn't, they just wasn't doing it. It was like, it don't make no sense. So, you know what I mean? It's, that's gonna come out in that conversation we have next week. We're gonna get into the numbers of that, right? So yeah, you're right about the money, but like people will just say anything. I tell you what's a money maker, right? Is that daggone uh, fake, that, that, that fake quote unquote supplement industry that's not even that regulated. I'm gonna show y'all, I'm gonna bring up something, but go ahead, uh, where you at, uh, Corey? You wanna add something to discuss and then we can get into the mental side of it, of why we believe what we believe. But go ahead. So, so y'all, um, y'all got into the the uh, conspiracy theories and all of that. Did y'all did y'all touch on that a little bit earlier? No, you like, no, we right where we supposed to be. Go ahead, you you can kick oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you know, um, the mind of a conspiracy theorist. You know. Um, uh, today, you know, like the the information that we that somebody put into the uh, pseudo killers chat, um, 
and had a few um, world-renowned scientists on there, like uh, you know uh, Bill Nye and some other some other guys, uh, Michael Shermer, um, and they they was discussing the, about the mind of a conspiracy theorist and how today it's really really easy to to maintain a conspiracy theory because of the internet. You know, on the internet, you can get you can get together with like minds. You know, with with people who think like you. So this is this causes you to to shut off. You know your your thinking. You know when you when you get to when you get in a group, and you get a and you get a set mindset of uh, the way that you're thinking and the group is thinking. It's hard to. Um, see outside of the way you think and see the flaws in, in whatever you're thinking because you constantly have somebody reinforcing that same bad information to you. You know what I mean? Whether it's good information or bad information, you never get any other kind of information because you have, you got that reinforcement. You got, you, you're only in that box with the people who think like you. So, you know, some, you know, to, people got to start to get outside of their box and start to ask themselves, you know, questions about, you know, the way they think, you know, the, the they worldview, you know, and it's hard to change your worldview because most of the time you've been thinking the same, you know, that way for your whole life. So, you know, changing, changing your mind on the worldview is, is, is very difficult, but you know, it's, it's some things that, that we got to do, you know, in today's world, you gotta you gotta kind of think outside the box, you know, a little bit. I just wanted to touch on that a little bit, you know. So I'm not sure if y'all familiar with uh, Gary Knoll or not. Um, so y'all can go. You, you can use Encyclopedia Britannica, or you can use Encyclopedia uh, Free Encyclopedia Wikipedia. And so Gary Knoll was part of the debate that we had in December. We look at, he was on a flight. All right, he makes millions of dollars in the, in the quote unquote supplement industry. So Gary Knoll, okay, he's an American talk radio host. Okay, so he don't got no more qualifications on the subject than me. Okay, just let y'all know, but y'all give Europeans credibility when they have no, they, you know what I'm saying? They, he, he's studying like I'm studying. All right, but y'all, you know what I mean? Y'all give him credit, okay? But watch this. He's an author who advocates the pseudoscientific alternative medicine. Our community has been drowned in alternative medicine. Do y'all know what alternative medicine is? Listen to the word alternative medicine. Hmm. And procedures, and my fault, and produces a lot of questionable dietary supplements. Okay. He is also a prominent AIDS, HIV denialist. Okay. Who believes nutritional deficiencies are, right, causative agents of all illnesses. That sounds familiar, huh? <laughs> and has accordingly promoted fringe diet-based treatment, right, regimens for curing AIDS and other illnesses. Nor holds strong anti-vaccine views and rejects the scientific consensus on topics such as water, 
fluoridation, genetically modified organisms, electromagnetic fields. Okay, so I mean, this is the funny part right here. Watch this. <laughs> Hold on. In 2010, Noel reported that he became ill and had to see a doctor and that six other consumers were hospitalized for vitamin D poisoning after ingesting a nutritional supplement manufactured by his own contractor. In a lawsuit against the company, he alleged that the supplement uh, erroneously contained more than 1,000 times the dose of vitamin D reported on the label. So on his product, right, he trying to sue his own company or the company that he got it from. So on this labeling, you know what I'm saying? The product had more vitamin D in it than on the damn label. It say Noel received numerous telephone calls from consumers while himself in severe pain. The Los Angeles Times wrote that Noel's experience should give pause to anyone lured by the extravagant claims of many supplement makers and said that it was common for dietary supplements to contain doses widely different than their indicated that are indicated on their label as a result of weak regulations. So let me tell y'all something, man. While y'all running around here, y'all going around, you know what I'm saying, dealing with these supplements from these people, you know what I'm saying, that's bagging this stuff up in a house, you know what I'm saying, or dealing with these other European companies. Man, y'all need to watch that. Why divine suspect is running around giving y'all clear lungs to take. Man, y'all need to really slow down on all that. I don't understand how y'all deny science and medical science, but yet would trust some people who, who is dealing with an industry that's not even heavily, heavily regulated. You actually buying products from these people's table, you know what I'm saying, promise you all kinds of benefits, and it ain't even been through the lenses of science. It makes no sense to me. And you dealing with white people because they cornered the market on the damn industry. So if you want to play the black card, let me play the black card. Then why is you dealing with that? Since y'all won't keep it blackity, black, black, black. Why are you following people like Gary Noel, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? It, it absolutely makes no sense. And it shows that we're not prepared to deal with the onslaught of misinformation because we are the most vulnerable. We are the most vulnerable based off of our history. CK brought some of it in, based off of the things that have been done to us. You know what I'm saying? So we, we, we're just weak. And so, you know, I'm glad we got the brothers and sisters that step up, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate the intelligent chat that we have. Every now and then we get a coup, right? And we'll say, come on, coup. Come on, get on the panel. You know, I'm just saying, I just found it very interesting that we play that black and black card, right? But everything about what you're talking about is whitey, white, white. <laughs> whitey, white, white. Whitey, white, white, you're the bone. <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy, man. It's... So yeah, Corey, you was talking about the conspiracies and, and I, I mean, this is a killer for us. I'm gonna tell you, this is a killer. Um, just our brain, our believing brains. 
right, are predisposed to beliefs. It's part of our genetic makeup. Somewhere along the line in the genetic and the evolutionary history of our brain, right? Beliefs seem to have been essential, believing in everything. That's why you can trick a person all day long. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. The person don't love you, they just saying it. You wouldn't know, it's just words, right? So you gotta always, I teach my daughters, you know what I'm saying, the son may, may go on a person's actions is what's important. Because a person will say any damn thing and your mind, you know, your mind wants to believe it. We're vulnerable to beliefs. And so watch this, y'all. Start raising your eyebrow when you hear a person say, well, you know we the most spiritual. Let me translate it for you. We are the most fooled. That's what that means. When they say you're the most spiritual on planet Earth, you're the most fooled. You can be tricked the most. You can be tricked the easiest. That's what that translates to. Because we understand how the brain functions. We understand how your mind works. It is, it is programmed to believe. Kent, y'all can jump on that. Yeah, he, I was about to say, uh, um, one of the things that stood out to me was when my man said um, science goes against natural thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, so even though we come at people like, damn, y'all don't, how y'all don't see the science? But it, it, it goes against just the, the nature period to, to think that way. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and another thing that he said was about the superstitions or whatever, helping us survive. Like you might, you might not have got it right all the time, but it worked one time and, you know, we passed that down. So, yeah, know. yeah, they, he called that a uh, pareidolia. Can you look that up, uh, please, please, pareidolia. Yeah, we all experience that when we outside and we're looking at the clouds or when you're looking at the bushes mm -hmm. and all that. Seeing them patterns. Images. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, and humans are programmed to be pattern-seeking uh, beings, you know? Well, that's a part of our natural natural being, you know, is to be pattern-seeking. So we see patterns like, uh, and like you say, you look, in, look up in the clouds, you see a camel, or you know what I'm saying? You'll see an airplane or whatever, whatever shape clouds you might see or you might look at a rock and say oh man that rock is shaped like a shark you know it looked like a shark you know this you know it's all kinds of different you know patterns that we 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 try to familiarize ourselves with this this kind of helps us navigate you know through nature you know we, we we try to relate one thing to another that we already familiar with you know what i'm saying mm-hmm Man, I, I ain't even gonna lie, man. Like, I done been sleepy before. Y'all know I be driving and stuff. Man, I done been sleepy before. And I start seeing objects, <laughs> like like, like how you say you look in the clouds and you see things that might look like a dog or it might look like Mickey Mouse and stuff like that. Yeah. But the, the more tired I am, or like if I'm, you know what I'm saying, feeling sleepy, like I'll start seeing patterns and like trees and, and stuff like that. <laughs> it's crazy it's how the brain works. sir? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> a, like a sleeper do that to you. Same thing <laughs> oh, like man, a man. Oh, man. Yeah, be, be looking at the trees and see a whole dog in there. I'm like, what the hell's going on over there? That's why yeah. mother flowers, when they be about to die, they be talking about some more. I saw a line at the end of the tongue. I saw Jesus <laughs> and all this other craziness. Nah, mother flower, you were about to die. You were having lack of oxygen to the brain. You were hallucinating, yo. 
Yeah, yeah. Man, you ain't driving no 18 wheels. Hey, man, I'm a pro. <laughs> I'm take some caffeine. Hey, I ain't gonna run it over. It's, it's... <laughs> Give me some Mountain Dew, baby, and I'm ready. <laughs> hey, man, what's that word again? Paradosia. Is that what you said, Corey? Paragogi? Paradogi? Paradolia. Paradolia. It was in that video that you had shared, right, Kent? Yeah. yeah. Another. Another one is patternicity. Um, I think Michael Shermer brought that up in that Believe in Brain book, that patternicity. Yeah, that's got to do with pareidolia. All of that's connected. I think you'll see that in within that definition. Okay. All right, let's do it. So this is the one we all got tricked by early in the game. See y'all go watch this and, and don't lie. Don't act like y'all didn't get it because y'all didn't get it. Matter of fact, let's pull up the Wikipedia article. Cyclopedia Wikipedia. CK said, I'm out here hallucinating on the road, man. <laughs> <laughs> not hallucinating on the road. Here with me. About to run some people down, yeah. yo. <laughs> hey, CK, put the uh, link in the chat, man, so we get some people on here, man. Hey, now, we got I'll, some chatty patties in the, uh, the chat nah, come through. No, nah, I ain't Don't be no, scared. I ain't seen no chatty patties today. Everybody on their best behavior. <laughs> I don't know. They usually don't come through until about halfway through the show. About midnight. About midnight. That's when you get the the wild the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> raises his head. Okay, so y'all see this right here, right? That's an example of pareidolia. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so that that's a face right there. Absolutely, that's our ancestors up on Mars. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna tell you right now the. Per- that's the face on Mars, and there's a black face. You can see the big lips, right? And on Mars. So our ancestors built that up there before they built images down here. There you go. Mm-hmm. We all got tricked by that because we didn't know the scientific jargon. We didn't realize what was happening to us. And people like Malachi Gilk took advantage of it. I can mm-hmm. go get the book and show you. They all talk about that. People like the young pseudo and all them, they talk about this today. It's called pareidolia right here. This is what's happening to them. Plain and simple. Get enough that that's that other image again. The face on Mars. They also got the pyramids on Mars. I don't know if they got that on here. What's this? Uh, a simple <laughs> collection of lines may be, what's this? Quickly perceived as a face. See? Yep. And even interpreted as expressing a particular emotion. See? What do y'all see right here? But it appears in this face is a collection of fish and poultry. poultry. Huh? Look at it, yeah, see? Look like, look like chicken. some chicken wings or something. <laughs> All kind of stuff appearing, see that? <laughs> what do y'all see? You said you asked him? Man, I'm just saying, what you see? That one a little weird right there, huh? Yeah, I'm not seeing nothing right there. <laughs> a spider or something? Man. <laughs> Man, you see a plane? Don't nobody see a plane? What you see? Mm. A of Martin canals. I see a jungle gym. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
I have to go back and look for this video. Um, I definitely need to share with y'all. It was something that I had watched. Roman on, speaks. Um, huh? Roman speaks. Romanian speaks, my fault. Mm -hmm. Actually, no. See? Y'all see that? Thanks. Mm -hmm. they, show, they show that one um, with the uh with the fire when they be trying to smile and face part of a <laughs> of a military jet. They ain't a face, that's a jet. Yeah, they showing they zooming in on one single part of it. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what they doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a face, right? No, that ain't no face. That's a drawer, dress yeah. drawer. See? <laughs> Look at that face, look at that. It's Amari Crab. That's a face though, right? That's a crab, see the face? See that? <laughs> and you know, you see people when they toast, they see the Virgin Mary and all that, right? Yeah, they seen the Virgin Mary and a glass of tea. And... Elephant rock, look, elephant <laughs> rock. That's the imagination going wild. Yeah, look at, look, see? In Iceland, look at that. Smiley Happy face. face, yeah. See that? So on Mars, y'all, Viking One orbit, 1970. Here's a good one for y'all. Monument of humanity. That ain't nothing but a rock. Erosion. That's not, that's what Mother Nature do is erosion and all of that taking effect. Yeah. Um. What they say the brain develop like pattern recognition for like survival, right? So we can know when prey, when we've been prayed, prayed on. Right? Go ahead, look at that. Y'all see that? Landscape appears to resemble a head of a man lying on his back. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> well, there y'all go. Y'all go outside and look at the clouds. <laughs> and you can't help but see stuff in the clouds, y'all. Mm -hmm. Rabbits, faces, cars. I mean, you can't help but see it. And so, yeah, when you, um, I think you talked about patternicity. Am I correct? Yeah. So patternicity. They did that study, and what they found out is, is that when babies are first born, the first thing they light their eyes on, they recognize it, and they start to cleave to it. Okay, I think they did the, the study with some ducks, too, and the ducks was able to recognize their mother's faces, too. They recognize the pattern. That the same way, when you see a person's face, you're like, I know you ain't seen a person in years. Mm -hmm. I'm like, y'all seen that person before. Y'all, we've all done that, right? Because you recognize their face. That's part of patternicity. So our minds are actually programmed to see patterns. And to see patterns is not even there. That's crazy. But this is this is what religion actually hijacks. It actually hijacks that. So that's religion hijacks that. It hijacks you and your beliefs. You want to believe. It's like God, like the, the, God is the number one hijacker, right? You you know, you most people just think of God as a biblical thing, right? But, it, but, but you find God in all cultures. Right. Because your mind is predisposed to beliefs. 
My man says Gene. <laughs> Believe in Gene, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. He said because it helped us survive at one point or another, like just you know what I'm saying. Believing one, believing in one of them superstitions, we might have got the hit right one time, and then we just we we ignore all the misses. But that one time we got it right, it saved our life. Yeah, he said that leads to um, that gene is what leads to uh, cognitive dissonance, mm -hmm. and that, that that cognitive dissonance is where, where you know you you come you've come face to face with evidence that's contrary to your worldview or how you've been living your life your whole life and you got to make a decision um do you change your mind do you change your life or do you ignore the evidence it's a lot easier to just to ignore the evidence you know what i'm right. saying right then then to uh change your worldview you know so if you know if all i ever heard was you know the good lord is gonna come save me and, <laughs> Christianity and just lean, just lean on the Lord, let go and, and let God. And if, if, if all I ever heard and, and believe was that, and then, and, you know, I bump into, you know, brother Kent, you know, CK, you know, brother Unk and have a discussion. Uh, most of that discussion will probably go in one ear and out the other, because for me to, to accept that information would be, for me to change my whole life in the way I think. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that cognitive dissonance, it kicks in and it's a lot easier just to ignore that, 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 uh, the information, no matter how convincing it is, you know? Right. So, yeah, and like you said, you know, religion hijacked that. And that, that was, that's like one of the, um, I guess that's that's a smart one of the smartest moves I ever seen. You know, like I mean, that's the that's the biggest magic trick. I guess uh, maybe I should say this is the biggest magic trick I ever seen. You know, to especially on the scale that 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 religion took off to today. You know, you got three major religions, and you got most of the seven billion people on on Earth that believe in that. Mm -hmm. you know, or at least they they claim to believe it you know so you know that's it's uh it's major it's real major evolutionary psychology that's an i, I think you know everybody should delve into that mm -hmm. uh, so like you know in evolution and that's why it's important to understand evolution right that's why uh Nope, I ain't gonna kick that off. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna start that right now. I'm gonna hold off, but I got him. What about that develop, development of that eye, man? I, I was, uh, that book y'all uh, uh, told me about, um, what was it, the- uh, The Blind Watchman. Yeah, when he started talking about how the eye developed and you know, how we it got better over time. Yeah, that's, that's too, that's, uh, that's too heavy right there, Ken. <laughs> that's too heavy right there. Hey, yo, dude, I was like, man, it's like when you, when you connect the dots and everything just start making more sense, man. It's like, all right, yeah, and make more. Right. That's right. way more sense. But the crazy part uh, is, the crazy part is, the blind, the 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 person, the the character that's that's supposed to be the blind watchmaker, is they they talking about Mother Nature. 
You know what I'm saying? Mother Nature is a blind watchmaker. Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems as if, you know, Mother Nature mm-hmm. is, is building these things to perfection. You know what right. I'm saying? When you look at these different animals, you know, like the starfish or, you know, some of these different, um, they got these rainbow crabs. That's huge, big old giant rainbow crabs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, lobsters, you know just beautiful they you know it's like wow you know what i mean like look at these animals you know or look at this place this this location you know what i'm saying it's perfect you know this that and the other you know but mm-hmm. it's the, the it's the illusion you know what i'm saying it's, it goes to that that pattern seeking that 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 um we always we always looking for a pattern or we always looking for who did it you know what i'm saying we asking the question who Instead of how, you know, yeah. you know, when I was uh, uh, one, one, one side note real quick, man, when I was younger, I used to didn't believe a hallucination was real because I never went through it. Like as far as like, um, like you, you, you done been in the street and I seen dudes talking to themselves and you like, Damn, this dude crazy. Mm-hmm. And they, but they be really be bugging out. Right. Mm-hmm. But they, they really be seeing or, or hearing something. But it's not that something's there; it's that their brain is is faulty, like they 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 messed up in the in the mental state. Yeah, you know they chemically, chemically in that drugs. Yeah, so so when we see that, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't believe that they was actually hearing and seeing stuff. But then I had to realize, like, hallucination is real. Like people really be seeing and hearing things, <laughs> and and other people might look at it and be like, "Oh, them the spirits. Oh, they, oh, that man, they seeing. You know what I mean? But you know. And when you start looking at that you know, brain and understanding that psychology, man, that's just that that reminds me. I used to I used to think too sometimes about that. Like, uh, so you know, you, you you get the lady in church who catch the Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she, oh, you know, thank the Lord, and she passing out on the floor. You know, I don't know, I don't know if ever, anybody else experienced it. This is what happens at my church. You know, what, that I grew up in a Baptist church. You know, and every once in a while, you know. One of the sisters. Me too, Corey. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Peace, Sabia. What's going on, brother? Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the ladies in the church would always catch the Holy Ghost in in the church, and so I I thought one day it's like, why is that virtuous that they that she caught the Holy Ghost, but yeah, you got this crazy dude on the corner saying that he see God and he talking to God, but she in the church saying she see God and she's talking to God or God has came over her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we, we look at the dude on the corner as if he crazy, but it's virtuous for for the lady in the church, you know what I'm right. saying? I, it's like wonder, like, how, wh- where is we, where is the line at? You know what I'm saying? How can we draw the line between her and the dude on the corner? You know? Right, right. That would be always, you know? <laughs> well, the first thing we have to understand with that psychology or that idea is that when you're in the church, you're 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 supposed to you're supposed to catch the Holy Ghost. You got that John too Peace close, up. bro. Back it up a little bit. There Peace up. Peace can't. Yeah, this is my uh psychology book. The reason I brought this out because this is what everything we're talking about deals with. Mm-hmm. 1918 psychology book, yo. No, nah, this is a 2000 and, uh, 2010. It's 10 years old. It's a second edition, 2010. 
it's actually a, it's actually a teacher's edition, and it's actually a very good book. I'm playing. Uh, uh, it's cool. Uh, I had that same edition, but I had that same series in uh, psychology uh, right there. I think mine is like the uh, fourth edition or something like that. Yeah, mine is the second edition. It's a very yeah. it's a very good book. The reason I kept it was because I didn't know I was going to need it, but it's crazy because a lot of things that we've been talking about. I've been having to go back to this book and it's had, it has been helping me understand the psychology of our people a little bit better. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Especially when you read up on the, on the, on the cognitive dissonance. Oh man, that shit right there. Oh yeah. That's really what I was. Wow. And, yeah, that's heavy right there, man. I was hoping my man slid through talk with the cognitive dissonance. Mm. Cognitive dissonance. And even the conditioning, you know, they they and the, the conditioning, yes, that's real deep. The, the classical conditioning and the different conditioning levels yeah. that we've been through. And mm -hmm. they give the, the example, they 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 in the in the edition that I got, they always use a dog as an example. Classical you know conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how the dog, you know, after a while, you know, the dog don't even know why, but he don't sit on the front. Here it is right here. Train him so get him trained so much. Or when he hear that bell ring, when you ring the bell for him to come get the food, he automatically starts salivating at the mouth. Even though he don't see the food yet, as soon as he hear that bell, he starts to no, salivate. Right. There it is right there. There go the whole example. Yes, 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 yes. I got that. I got that 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 series right there. Yeah, that's good. That's good reading right there. Yes, it is. Here's edition, huh? The teacher's yes, man. Yeah. Uh, I actually found it uh, at my old school. It was mm -hmm. being thrown away. Somebody had put it in a throwaway book and a throwaway mm -hmm. bin. I'm like, oh, this is a teacher's manual. So what I decided to do was I took it to my professor. And he was like, you can have it. I was like, oh, for real? He was like, you passed the class. I was like, okay, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's cool. I, I got it because my, you know, my wife went through nursing school or whatever. And so I kept all, the, you know, I didn't, I didn't let her, you know how they say, well, you can turn your book in for a couple of dollars, you know, the book mm -hmm. costs, you know, $700, but they want to give you $20 for the book at the end. You know, I'm like, no, nah, nah, we ain't giving away none of the book. We ain't giving away nothing. You know what I'm saying? We keeping everything. So, you know, I chapter still five will be, I think a chapter five will be a good chapter for us to go over. How do we learn? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's all. That's all good information. Why? Because we're the teachers about habituation, and you know all the different levels of this habituation, and how we how we break away from certain ideas, and how certain ideas become constant or certain stimuli or you know, mm -hmm. um, facts or like Ankh was saying, you know, I don't like using the B word, you know, um, certain beliefs become, become, become norm, become normal in your life. So you're constantly doing them. So they constantly, they just become a part of your everyday behavior, you mm -hmm. know, like waking up and brushing your teeth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or washing your face, you know, these are, but you learn these things through other people, watching other people, like Ankh was saying about a baby memorization. That's one of the things I learned in this class. Like, I was shocked.
to realize that babies rec have facial recognition is like instantaneous. Hell yeah. Hey, but, the but only also, ones. also the too, like can do the same thing too. Yeah. But the group, the group thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's better, you know, when back in the savannah, you know, three hundred thousand years ago it was better to think like the group, you know what I'm saying? It was better not for you not to, to be an outsider and, and, think, and think outside of the box, you know? But see, now that now it's a little bit different, you know? But we still have that, we still hold on to that, that group thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine, you know, when you're younger and you're out with your friends and, 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 and everybody start to do something, you know, maybe maybe y'all out in the alley and y'all and everybody start throwing rocks and breaking out mm -hmm. windows. You know better than breaking out windows, but since the group is doing it, you are gonna do it too. You know what I'm saying? So that walk the fuck away. At, at, at one point in time, it was best to go ahead and and throw those rocks with the group. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 now it's different. You know, right? So we we still, um, you know, kind of dealing with some of our um, older or archaic ways of thinking, right. you know, when, when they kind of outdated and we need to get, get you know, kind of get out of that or, you know, find a better way to utilize that or tap into that, to that part of our brain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so. survival was like, it was harder to survive if you was isolated from the group. So say like, if we in the, if we in the, um, you know, a community of nothing but believers and weird stuff. And we're the only ones saying, well, no, nah, that ain't right, man. We are, they, they're not going to want to rock with us. So right. we might be chilling by ourselves somewhere and then a threat comes and, you know, we didn't got, we don't have a group to back us up to defend ourselves. And we're going to be taken out because we don't have that. Facts. So it, it ended up being that they survived more because that's what the group think thing did. Help them to survive and help them genes pass down. Meanwhile, you still have every once in a while a thinker that, that goes outside the box, you know, goes against the grain or whatever. And I think right. that's why we outnumbered. Man. We also outnumbered because we've basically accepted the teaching, you know, it's not only that we have the we have the belief mechanism wired in us. Um, it's we've accepted the belief wholeheartedly. So, like Ark said earlier about us being the most spiritual people, he was he was exactly right. We are the easily the most easily deceived people, the easily tricked people on the planet because we have we yeah. have tried to take on the identity. Not only did we try to take on the religion, we've also tried to take the identity of those people in that book. And that's the, that's the psychological problem right there. So if you're, let me add this Sosa in here real fast. Do you, you want to say something, CK? No, I was just going, I was just pretty much going to tag team on what Sabio was saying. They're trying to live out a fantasy. It's like, it's like reading a comic book. You know what I mean? Like, like I said before, one of the best books probably made about the Bible was the Action Bible. Like, yo, you get, if y'all get that joint, like the Bible makes sense. Like once you put it in a science fiction context, but as soon as you try to make this joint seem like reality, like animals really talking, you know what I mean? Mother flowers, you know, parting water and coming back to life. 
Man. Try to make that seem like that's real. You know, most people aren't going to buy that because they know that, that that doesn't happen in real life. But as soon as you put it into a science fiction context, yeah, that's actually a cool movie. Man. Cool somebody, told, somebody told me I need to rewatch The Passion of the Christ. I fell out laughing. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's look at... Um, you know, if you study Charles Darwin, he circumnavigated the globe and he was running into uh, uh, indigenous tribes, right? And so let's look at what stage of technology that they ran into us with. So here's a question for the group. Were we, were, are we just as superstitious now as we was back in the Bronze Age, Iron Age, and Stone Age? Or has technology allowed us to be able to alleviate some of those superstitions? What y'all think? Mm, that's an interesting question. I think we're more superstitious now than we were back then because they because they had to rely more on what they can attest to and the things that they can actually see. You understand? All right, that's your answer. You don't need you it long. You think, we had King Sosa. What's your answer? There's no way we can be more because um, science is way more prevalent than it was however many years you want to back up. Mm -hmm. Okay, no way. Uh, where, where you at, Concrete Coy? Uh, I think we, I think I, I agree with Sabio. I think we're more superstitious. And I, I think the reason is because technology has allowed us to be more superstitious. Exactly. He did that. Allowed us to link up with, with more like minds. You know what I'm saying? So so that's my answer. Mm -hmm. We can get group, group superstitions now. Where you at, CK? What you think? Man, all I got to say is these mother flowers tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all lost our minds. We only been using science like that for like what 200 ish some odd years. Before that, people were doing astrology and numerology. That's and science. Drinking poison. That's and science. That ain't science. That, that ain't was pseudoscience back then, yo. They were definitely way more superstitious and crazy as hell back then compared nah. to today. Yeah. The problem is a lot of people are still holding on to that stuff. Nah. And it's usually Honestly. the uneducated. We way more superstitious now. We still hold on to the if you step on a crack, break your mama back. Walk, split poles. Don't split poles. Don't really believe that. Yeah. Split a pole in St. Louis. Sweep somebody's feet in Indiana. Bit, man, sweep somebody's <laughs> right, feet in my house. All right, hold on. We got to let Kent get in there. What you think, Kent? <laughs> See, man, uh, part of me want to say uh, more back then because they didn't have anything else to, to go by. But uh, now, I mean, you got, like they said, the internet. You got a global uh, uh, group thinking type of thing going on where it spreads way more faster with religions, myths, all that. So, um Okay. I don't know. I mean, like I say, I want to say back then because we had sign, but now because we have um, we have more more reach around the world. I would say it's the same, but now at least we have mechanisms to distinguish. Right. Yep. That back then, the only thing you had was word of mouth, right? You didn't have the scientific method that could actually show you, right? You know what I'm saying you didn't have tools. So I'm saying our minds are the same. Homo sapiens sapien minds are the same. 
We just have technology. Te technology. Now we can catch the mother flowers. Tools. You got the tools. You know what I'm saying? Back then, that. if somebody said they walked on water, you know what I mean? You actually could, you could believe, you would believe it. I am not said they walked on water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like now we know you can't walk on water. There's no, you know what I'm saying? You're just crazy if you believe that. Physics. You know what I'm like, saying? You, just you know what? You know what? Uh, God damn, say, let me finish. I ain't cut you oh, off. Oh, my fault. My this fault, homie. Right. This is I not thought you was show. I will not. I'm playing with you. <laughs> you good. My fault, homie. So, no, I, I think the point I want to make real fast is that I think our minds are still the same, but now we have something we can actually rely on. Right. Right. And we just won't. You know, we, we could take advantage of that where all of us don't got to be spooked out. Like I said, I'm not going to sleep in a damn funeral home, yo. Think about that. That's just some superstitious shit. Do people don't walk them. They, that's it. They're gone. They can do no harm to you. So, you know what I mean? So there you go. And I know there's no <coughs> But I'm superstitious. I ain't sleeping no damn funeral home. So yeah. there you go. But go ahead. Nah, I was just because somebody just made a good point in the chat. Somebody just said, uh, flat earth, you know, that bullshit. How many people just started believing in uh, trying to come on, man? It's part, oh, of, uh, part of the brain, though. I mean, that's some bullshit. We still I have mean, to I, remember that science ain't a natural way for the mind to think. Like, we, we, we going against our own natural way of thinking when we talking science. As a whole, do you think the population base is more intelligent now, or do you think they were more intelligent a hundred years ago? I say now. Uh, yeah, more intelligent. Intelligent. yeah, I say that. I, I agree with that now. Because superstition, superstition will lie where 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 you find in the, the least amount of intelligence. So the further you go back, and the least <laughs> the least intelligent population base you're gonna get, you're gonna get the more superstitious group. I think maybe, I mean, superstition and, you know, and belief, they kind of run in the same field to me. It's all bullshit. So. Yeah, yeah, you, you find that in Mississippi right now. Mississippi <laughs> is, is the most uh, religious state in, right. the, in, in America, yet they the uh, least educated. And, and they and they doing the work. They in the worst poverty too. So you know, that's, there you go. So that could be another reason why we are so um, superstitious and religious. So let's do this. As let's put up an article. My fault. I'll say that. I'm gonna put this article up. Cognitive science of religion. All right. Now y'all put this in y'all pseudo killer folder. Okay. Uh, cognitive science of religion is a study of religious thought and behavior from the perspective of cognitive science and often engages with and assumes as its foundation evolutionary science. The field employs methods and theories from a very broad range of disciplines, including cognitive psychology, evolutionary psychology, cognitive anthropology, artificial intelligence, developmental psychology and archaeology. Scholars in this field seek to explain how human minds acquire, generate, and transmit religious thoughts, practices, and schemes by means of ordinary cognitive capacities. And so all that religious shit is about to fall. You're still going to have the same amount of people bugged out. 
Did you say cognitive dissonance theology? No, I didn't. Oh, well, I just put up cognitive dis dissonance theology. Cognitive science of religion. Cognitive science of religion, all right. Mm -hmm. Put that in your folder, read that. Start watching all the videos you can watch. Get some books on it. And this is the weapon I use against those who play the religious game with me. Who think they super slick and super smart. I'll get them with this. It's a good one. So are you going to put that in the back chat so I can throw it out to the world? Man, the world got a cognitive science of religion. Encyclopedia, 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 Wikipedia, or they also have an article in Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, they got, they got I, it. I got it right here. I'm reading a book right now by um, uh, Nicholas Wade. It's called uh, The Faith Instinct, How Religion Evolved and Why It Endures. This is a real good book, too. Mm. So put that book out there again. What's the book? It's called, it's by Nicholas Wade, uh, The Faith Instinct. Faith Instinct. All right, we got the believing, the, the believing, was the believing brains, right? Yeah, believe, I always say believing mind, mess up. Believing brains, that's Michael Sherman. What you got, Corey? Give us a book. Corey ain't on here. Where you at, Kent? Give us a book. Hold on, my bad, man. I went back to eating the shrimp. Hold on. <laughs> back to me. Come back to me. Give me a book. Give us a book. All right, hold up. Let me pull one up. Um, Man, come on. Ken ain't nowhere in the world, yo. The, the blind watchmaker, Richard Dawkins, the selfish gene, uh, the universe from nothing. Uh, Magical reality, man. That's, oh, that's man. one of my favorites right yeah, there, Magical reality by Richard Dawkins. Yeah, what else you got? Come on, man. Um, yeah, you already said selfish gene, uh, uh, social leap that'll, that'll give you that, uh, more of that, uh, evolution of the human, uh, social gathering and all of that. How we kind of that thing we was talking about earlier about group thinking, all that. Hey, this is a good one. Why we believe in gods, people that believe in God, that's crazy, ain't that crazy, Ken? Man, you got me, you got me when you told me my man's was <laughs> like, nah, yo, they, they, they don't believe, they not. They believe in God, though. Yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty, pretty good book, though. I mean, nonetheless, it was super serious. I'm gonna tell you why we believe in gods. I get another good book too. Was uh, it's a little more, uh, you know, complicated, but it's called the, the Deep History of Ourselves. The four, oh, big, it's four billion year, four billion year story of how we got conscious brains by mm. Joseph Ledoux. He's like probably one of my favorite neuroscientists. But he, All right, he's real okay. serious. Yeah, that's that mandatory reading for y'all. Like y'all gotta start reading. Y'all gotta up. You know, y'all can't be blocked in. You know, we like to bring a little flavor, but to be real with you, man, you you know, it's not enough of this in the community intelligent conversation. Y'all gotta, y'all just gotta broaden y'all horizons, man, and stop and don't be scared of white people. I think we just became scared of white people. It's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying like, um, this is crazy. Yeah, Larry, he was the label. That's the white man, Sean. Hey, like, you know, I did yesterday on the show. He had a dag on, uh, what was it? What did he have? Hey, Sean, what did he have? Sean, not even on the panel no more. He was radio. What's his name? Radio? He had a stereo. Stereo. <laughs> radio. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Stereo had a dag on. 
<laughs> breathing mechanism. But you, if you got like sleep disorder, sleep apnea, right? He had a breathing machine that he put on his face at night. You know what I'm saying? With some kind of chip and all that, right? Got that on his face, sleep at night. But yet he's saying that we supposed to be black power and we giving up black swords and we trust the white people. I say, well, Dan, you about to put a machine on your face made by white people, bro. You sure the plastic ain't gonna let out some kind of poison gas and kill you at night, bro? How would you know? <laughs> hey, uh, it's called a CPAP. I ain't gonna lie, I couldn't even remember what it was called. Yeah, see, yeah. How could he put that on his face? Government. Yeah, they could regulation. put something in the machine. Yeah, right. Like, how you, you sure they ain't putting stuff in to attack your melanin, bro? You never know. That machine that he could be using every night, it could be preventing him from getting better. Oh, man. Right. Hey, you know, when, when you look at the societies, though, like in the past, right, the, what, what they always did was they would find the people with the best information and study on them. Like, they conquered them. They took their books. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got to... So since you know what I mean, they're at the Europeans on top, bro. You got you gotta go through that system. You got you know what I mean, you just gotta give it up, bro. They got the books. They, they you know what I'm saying? You, you gotta go learn what they learn and then and then take it to the next step like like every other nation did, bro. Right. But you got other white people, it ain't, it ain't just white people, man. You got India. Got yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, got you know how black folks only focus on white, so we got to like what's if they if they if they'll take it from the whites, they'll, they'll take it for anybody. <laughs> That's how it goes. You know what I mean? But yeah, they got you know what I mean. You got to get it from uh, you know, because I was looking at a show today, right, right, and and these folks, I was looking at an animal planner, right. They were dealing with uh, fruit bats, and I'm like, it's no time for us to get caught up with the fruit bats, bro. Like, like we ain't got no African Americans out there with the uh. <laughs> with a with a place where they're studying fruit bats, we got to take that information. We got to you know skip to and just get the information and go from there. You know what I'm saying? And then once we get ahead, we you know what I mean? Because like they, they got too far of a head start on us bro, to think that we just go ignore what they got and just do our own thing. It's just impossible. Man, I gotta check that uh the sapiens out too, man. I gotta I'm trying to get started on that, but. Yeah, yeah, I got that book good. too. Yeah, I got a book too. I got. I ain't, I ain't started yet though. But yeah, Yuval, Yuval Harari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard. Uh, I, I caught like a little damn commercial, and I was like, "No, I'm get that book." Just bought it off the whim. <laughs> that one, man. He got a. He got a second one. I bought that junk, man. Yeah, I be buying them sometimes faster than I can read them, man. Just because I, I just buy them all the time. I got a habit. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I got a bad habit of that. I got to stop buying books before I can read the ones I got. I got so many books I still have to read. I got <laughs> shit. Right. Like I got like I just showing it right here. Plato's Republic. This is a, I think everyone should read this. Just to get a better understanding of politics, if you really want to understand how this so-called system works, this is a good book that'll help you. Okay. Because in he in this they set up a so-called democratic state, and it shows you that it cannot work without poverty. Man, let me get a shot. No. <laughs> And then that book right there, The New Jim Crow. I think everyone should read that too if they haven't. Get a better understanding of uh, how, how the 13th Amendment is actually working against us in 20, 
20. Well, that better not, you better not read no pseudo books, boy. <laughs> might be sliding slightly. Ah, uh, nah. It's a twist. Nah, just to let y'all okay. know, that book is in the New Black Knowledge Discord server, too. Which oh, one, uh, CK? The one on the right. Oh, y'all got pseudo books. Is that a pseudo book? Why you think that's a pseudo book, huh? I don't know. I'm just talking. God damn, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly. Yeah, I was about to say, I know that book's not true, though. Nah, that book, she, she went in in that. Yeah, what's the thesis, y'all? What? what basically that, that uh, basically that the the prison system is the new slavery system. Because oh, as man, the 13th... Get out of here with that. Uh, because uh, b basically she's saying because of the 13th Amendment, 13th the clause Amendment. in the 13th Amendment is that nah, nah, slavery... Oh, I'm done. I'm hold done on, here. hold on, hold on. Next the clause in the 13th Amendment the clause in the 13th is that... Nah. Nah. Hold on, huh? Because there's a clause in the 13th Amendment that says Wait, that slave you can only be a slave if you're a criminal. Whatever, man. That's the 13th Amendment. You can I mean, pull it are up. Are you seriously going to take that out of context like that? That's the shit Rob Bourne did, yo. Come on, yo. That's what. That's basically what it sounds like. She yeah, said. Netflix, Netflix got a show on that called the 13th Amendment. The 13th Amendment. Yeah, I said I watched it the other the other day. Yeah. They get, they I mean, uh, I think it's an exaggeration a little bit, but it is kind of right because when people get put in the uh, penal system. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, it's an exaggeration, but to a degree, it, you it, it doesn't make rights. sense. Because once you get locked up in prison, yo, yeah, you man, have no more rights. You can't vote. Yo, that's disrespectful. That you man. cannot vote. Yeah, you can't vote. Serious right now, though, you yo. lose a lot of your rights. You can't go nowhere. They can they can pretty much have you working, making those license plates and making yeah, whatever the, kind the, of El Cheapo stuff. Called the new slavery, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but they fine. do pay them shockingly, so, so I don't know if we can really say I just want to get this straight. Y'all will compare a criminal, I'm right, not. going to jail with the enslaving of our ancestors? No. 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 You're taking it you out of context. You the part huh? I said it's a bit of an exaggeration. Did you just keep saying that? Wait a minute. You're a taking bit. it out of context. That is not. I'm taking it out of context. You sure it ain't the other way around? <laughs> That is not. We're not even. We're not even comparing. We're not even comparing them. We're not even. Why are we using the term, yo? When I was dope, dog, and got locked up, I wasn't a fucking slave. I was fucking selling dope, yo. Hey, T said they on the on the highway cleaning for ten cents an hour. Slavery. That's some slavery. That's some slavery. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. So somebody rape y'all daughter, do y'all care if they making 10 cent an hour on the road? Yes or no? Hell oh, yeah, I don't want to make oh. it shit. I want them dead. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. So let's keep it, let, let's just be real, yo. So I'm not talking about when, when you get locked up for an ounce of crack cocaine, the laws was crazy. That's something different. Even that's not a damn slave. You can get visitations, you can get, man. We're, we, you know what? Like, we're, not, we're, we're, we're not saying it's the comparison. It's, to slavery, she said. She said the rights that are taken from a from from criminals puts them in the level of a slave. It don't, but it don't, yo. You can go to school, yo. 
You can get your GED, yo. You Some of them had that. Yo. Some of them had that. My brother is one that had his high school diploma when he got locked up. All right, so you know what? I'm gonna let y'all have that since y'all think getting locked up is a slavery. No, we're not. Nah, no, I don't think we're saying that. I was saying, what am I? We ain't saying that, bro. So why mention the <laughs> no. word, then, yo? Why mention the word, yo? Just say you fucking got locked up and lost your rights as a citizen. Because it's you know, make you a slave, though. Because of the technicality of it. Because of you, ain't, you ain't never seen the 13th Amendment on Netflix. Right. No, nigga, I've read the 13th Amendment, and, 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 and just because it's on Netflix don't mean it's a. Don't mean it's no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said, no, I see the breakdown. So I ain't saying just because it's on Netflix. Come on now. I'm saying, what breakdown say? They give you, they just give you a breakdown of the theory why they're saying what they're saying. And then you can see what they're saying and see if you agree with it. They're not saying it's exactly like slavery, but you right. got to hear the that, that is not what we're saying. We're not even so saying it's on the level. Slavery, of slavery, start, bro. I start saying <laughs> ghosts run through my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. A flashback in that oh, joke. Shit. Oh, oh shit! My superstition say y'all little get away oh, with that. Silly as shit. No way. Them niggas got four meals. They get visitation. You get your ramen noodles, all kind of cookies and cakes and candy. You can get all that, and you might get ten cent an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a blessing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, got pay. some slaves got a little pay too. Yeah, they did. You can you can you can lead a plantation and make side money. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, if you get a pass, you get a pass, right? You get a pass or shit. You know what I'm saying? Make a little side hustle and shit. I don't like the comparison, yo, because you know what I'm I feel I feel I mean I understand it too. And I when when I first read the book, I didn't like the comparison, but then when I started Looking at the mass incarceration and things like that. That's what I started. That's when I started. Like saying, okay, it makes a it makes a little bit of sense. That's all. Somebody explain it. The Thirteenth Amendment actually abolished slavery. Do y'all agree or disagree? Um, say yeah. Say yeah. Don't say yeah. I, say yeah. You gotta I say. Yeah. I mean, it did to an extent. No, it, no, it actually. <laughs> It did that, and then they had that. Then they had that at the fourteenth and fifteenth amendments. Yeah, and then because you got to look at how they took the thirteenth, and then that, that that led into um convict leasing. Mm-hmm. So they took that. They took that, and then trumped up charges. So well, yep. So you can enslave you legally, then we're going to trump up charges, gonna, get you incarcerated. Yep. So they had to make the fourteenth amendment. Like like Eddie Murphy things. life, like Eddie Murphy life, a simple crime. Get you spend your whole life in jail. We, we ain't talking about that. We talking about the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that part. That's all I'm saying. We ain't. I ain't gonna look. We know disproportionately we get locked up more. You know what I'm saying. We know all that. We know they don't play fair. I'm agreeing with all that. We ain't gonna sit up here and get them with the Thirteenth Amendment. Act like it didn't. You know what I mean? Support the 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 the, the destroying of the institution of slavery because it did. Yeah, yeah. Then they say if you break laws, your ass is grass. Let's just mm -hmm. put it all in context. <laughs> 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 and you know, back then you ain't had to break no law. They was locking you up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Talk Sundown. about that, yo. We can yeah, have that Sundown. conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they but right, but now that ain't what it is. That ain't, just, that ain't what it is. And people do get locked up 
has not broke the law, but everybody I knew, all my friends did it. Hey, so so I know most of my friends did it, so I can't say that they 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 innocent for anything. They did to get locked up for shit. I know I, I was good. for every crime that I went to jail. Well, if they caught me, I did it nine times out of ten. I ain't never been guilty. Ten times out of ten. And then I get locked up for shit I didn't do, but I did so much shit. It just evens out. <laughs> I never got locked up for no shit I did do. <laughs> he said it evens out. He said karma works against me. He said that's how karma works against me. All the time in the street, yo, you barely get caught. Right. You believe in karma? You believe in karma? No, no. I'm just saying that's how the game is played. That's that's the game in the street. Whereas though the police have put something on you, yo. Throw something, yeah. You know I'm saying act like that's your gun, but you didn't got away with carrying no a gun for ten like five years straight. Illegal yeah. gun. Yeah, you know I'm saying I you never had to carry a gun. So. Guns and shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying I did all that, and then you just get caught for the gun that wasn't even yours. I mean, that's in the game. That's in the game. Yeah, understood. yeah you got charged with the game. Uh, you got charged with the game. You shooting at people all the time, then you just get shot on some dumb shit. You're like, damn, how the fuck I just get shot? Well, how many times you just banged on that? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, why I I, that's why I never kept the gun. Officer, one time I made the police officer so mad, he was like, he said, I will plant shit. I was like, you know what, let me chill out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what? what he, say? he said, I will plant shit. You know what I'm saying? I was snapping at him. He said, like, man, he said, like, look, I will plant shit, bro. I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and chill on out, bro. He <laughs> say something like that, he's serious. He ain't um, you want to know, y'all want to know something that I find kind of crazy? All my friends that wound up carrying guns are either dead or in jail for the rest of their lives. I never, I didn't never think I, I, I was, I was that scary to need a gun. What? I didn't ever think I was that. Your Second Amendment. Hold on, 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 hold on. I know all about my Second Amendment rights and all that. Growing up as a teenager. In Pasadena, California, I grew up around the Pasadena Denver Lane Blood Gang, one of the most notorious blood gangs I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I did not ever feel like I needed a gun in any situation, and that's just because of me. Like now, I got a gun. I don't even care. You got lucky, man. <laughs> look, look. Hey, no, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hey. I've been shot at. Hold on. I've been shot at. You needed a gun, man. <laughs> I've been jumped. I've been in fight. You had that gun on you, bro. You wouldn't have none of that. Hey, you said his name was Tamari. I was all, but all those situations I was able to handle myself. And I'm still here. The reason why I never. I shot five times, my nigga. Hey, and I had my, hey, my gun in my hand, nigga. I wish hey, I had it. Hey. <laughs> I didn't sure ever. I, I, I just bought a gun at the age of 41, my first gun. Hey, and that's good, hey, bro. Save Wait, did I just hear saving you, you smoking grass? Stop smoking grass. No, I'm serious. I, I, jumped, I got shot yeah, at. Yeah, and I and I and I ever had it. And I never had and I ever had a gun. I promise you, I have not ever had a gun. I have no reason to lie to no, anybody. No. Saving, listen, relax. If you'd had that thing on you, they wouldn't jump you, bro. Based off your life of getting jumped, getting shot at, <laughs> and all that, yo, you nigga, you should have had a gun. That's why we have a gun. 
No. <laughs> the no, I've, on, I've only I've only been robbed once. Oh no! Like, say, <laughs> it's getting what? worse. Like, no, worse. And, it, and, and, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, and it, and it wasn't for shit, but a cell phone and three and a half dollars. <laughs> and he probably had a knife. <laughs> no, he had a gun. Oh. He had a gun. <laughs> it worked for him. <laughs> hey, I had three dollars and a broke and a cell phone. You think I was mad? <laughs> yeah, shit, I laugh. No I laugh. I, I wasn't tripping. It was a cell. The phone wasn't on, and it was three dollars. And then the dude wound up getting killed the next week trying to rob somebody else. They say uh, you ever seen any gun videos on why you should have a gun? It's yes, story, bro. Yes, classic story of why we have guns in America. Yes, but see, the thing is, see, this is the other reason why I've never had a gun. You didn't let me finish because I was always taught if you pull it, you use it. Right, that's why you have a gun. So that's why I I, I, I do not, that. I don't have a gun because I didn't have a gun growing up because I had that stupid mentality. That ain't stupid I was mentality. I was high headed. Hold no, on, hold on, hold on. I was high headed. I was high headed, and when those situations when I was fighting, had I had a gun, I would have <laughs> shot somebody. That's why you have a gun, so you ain't no. fighting all the time, yo. You no. wouldn't have got robbed, bro. You you person, you, you, yo, you worry about three dollars. But you would have needed to shoot. You would have needed to shoot his ass. He got (laughs) shot the next week by somebody else. He tried to rob. Lucky you, because he could have came back and got you again. Uh, All right, he's like, "Oh, this man don't got no good." I can. He wasn't gonna survive. He wasn't gonna survive. All right, let's let's bring it back. We went to shooting and robbing in jails. Enough of that. (laughs) Yep. Back to the back to colleges. Back to the show. My shit. My shit. Funny. I like it. Yeah, are oh, you good, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna shit. write a book about that shit. Trust me, I'm writing a book. I'm thinking about writing a book about some of the dumb shit I've been through. I was about to say that's gonna be a short story. <laughs> hey, last words. Anybody want la- la- Hey, last words. Where you at, Kent? Give me no, Sabian. Go ahead. No more shoot 'em up stories, yo. Get finished. Oh, man. With the, with the you know, real quick, and don't go we, out. Yo, you on the? I, uh, nah, we cool. Uh. I just want to say, man, we need to get more literate about reality. We need to focus on reality and try to make best of the situations that we have. Support the people out there um, protesting. You know, don't get in their way. You know, don't try to stop this energy um, with that uh, Jesus shit. Keep him away because, you know, when he comes in the way, shit dies. All right, got you. All right, where you at, King Sosa? Shit, all right, man. Look, man, number peace, peace, love, and good night, man. All right. <laughs> That's all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sabian, and God is on the. Why you should have a gun? Isn't it crazy? Yo? <laughs> hey, I never Kenny. felt I needed one, yo. Brother Kent, that's one brother that needed a gun. Yo. He said, he said one time the nigga had me in a chokehold. I was. <laughs> Nah, ain't nobody ever had me. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking with you say. I mean, I'm just messing with you, Savio. Yo. Ah, it's cool. All that shit, buddy. <laughs> Trust me. I won more fights than I lost, and the only times I got jumped, it was a couple times. And hey, I wrong place at the wrong time. All I can say on those situations. Criminal. So you running around being a criminal? I'm just <laughs> <You're> damn right. <laughs> you damn right, gun, yo. 
Damn was right. that one time I robbed that bank, but you know what I'm saying? I, nah, I <laughs> I wish see shit like that. Nah, I would I probably would have used a gun, but I didn't ever <laughs> have to have a gun. You know. Where you at, CK? What 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 are we talking about now? It's closing words. Save Guns it. and roses, baby. We closing the criminal without Anyways. a gun. Anyway. Robbing people with his finger. <laughs> no, I was beating their ass and robbing them. Actually, I was doing two elevens. I, I was doing strong arm robberies. Two eleven. Man, you get the same amount of time, yo. Hey, exactly. You <laughs> was doing two twelve, nigga. Robbing with a finger, nigga. I was doing two eleven, <laughs> homie. I was doing two elevens, homie. Rock, running up, beating their ass, putting them in chokeholds, beating uh, the shit out of them. Wow. I got <laughs> made it long in Baltimore, Maryland, yo. Oh, shit, I knew. Oh, hey, I learned mixed martial. I knew. I, I I know a little taekwondo and kickboxing. You kicking nigga? You damn right. I kick a nigga right in his motherfucking rib cage. What you mean? Cussing, come on, yo. You cussing yourself to death, yo. You. you I mean, rock- all of you motherfuckers been cussing. You too. I, I kick him. I kick him right in his rib cage. What you mean? And. Cracked a couple yeah, of them. Robert, so you run from a person that said, <laughs> "Nah, I, see, nah, I catch you from behind. I catch you from behind, and if they try to get, and if it got physical, that's when I have to bring nah, out the look, physical. I ain't gonna lie, that would make a physical. Look, I ain't gonna lie, that would make a good story right there. Robbing people doing using karate, bro. That, that's a different. Yeah, I have. I, I, I whooped the nigga butt and took his money. After I whooped his butt, and I used karate on. Him. Man, let ACK get out of this frame. This crazy frame at this point. Man, I don't know what y'all got going on. Y'all need to stop smoking. I'm serious. I'm not making none of this up. I'm not making none of this up. Hey, let you keep making it up, though, yo. Anyways, I just wanted to um say peace to the panel once again and peace to the chat. It's been a very interesting night. Thought we were gonna talk about some other stuff too, but hey, you know, we can save it for another day. Make sure um, you know, y'all like and favorite the show. Make sure y'all share it and all that good stuff. And definitely um go check out uh Chill Talk on Facebook, spelled exactly the way you think it's spelled. He has a YouTube channel as well. So brother Unk. Dr. Maya and uh, Brother Sean, they're going to be going at it on the pseudos. And it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm just forewarning you, it's going to be a bloodbath. But it should be pretty entertaining. And we should all be uh, learning a decent amount. Uh, And of course, as well, you know, definitely make sure y'all subscribe to, you know, Kofi Side TV, Masi Warrior Clan, New Black Knowledge. And of course, the New Black Knowledge Discord server is jumping. If you ain't up in there, you should be up in there. Free books for days, free applications to use to do whatever you need to do for days. And we cool people up in there. So I'll add your girl. Peace. Hey, man. All I can tell you is all that stuff Sabian was trying to, don't try it at home. <laughs> hey, I agree. I agree. Not, not nowadays. Look Back in the eighties, it was a little bit eighty. It was a little bit easier, eighties or nineties. I, I didn't say that for you to jump in the conversation. I'm just that's my closing remarks, yo. Let me close out, man. Hey, hey, look, hey, I see you, D. Appreciate you, man. Sutek was good, man. Holla at you, man. I see you, Evans, man. You know what I mean? Zan, what it do? We out of here. Uh, who else we got? Oh, I see you. 
Anusha. All right. It's all good. And uh, yeah, I say everybody else trying to hit them up. Um, Gangs. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got in here? Hey, so don't forget to subscribe to the pseudo killer channel, man. Y'all check that out. We trying to yeah, we only got a hundred subscribers. That's retarded. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get that thing right. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start going live on that. Man, I might have to start. We might have to start dropping the bag on that joint, man. Yeah, we're gonna start dropping some bangers on that and get y'all in that, man. But look, appreciate man. We don't wanna go too long with these shows, man. Appreciate everybody on the panel, yo, and we out, man. Peace.